Welcome to a bonus slash mini episode of Lady You're Scared It's I'm Hillary. I'm Taylor. And I'm Marisa. And if you hear wiggly wiggly, it's Marisa, not me. It's both of them. Uh, I'm gonna be sued. They, don't have, still. they don't have their mics on a solid surface, so I got it. Because I'm fine. <laughs> Buy a fucking us. beanbag. BYOB, bring your own beanbag. <laughs> I should have brought a chair. Even if I had a beanbag, then you'd be mad I mean, because you can the get a dead. chair from, but that's not going to help because you're still going to be that's holding true. the mic. That's true. Yeah. Sorry, Hillary. It's okay. It's fine. I'm going to be apologize. super still. Apologize to our listeners. I'm sorry, listen listeners. To I'm sorry. Be super still. Yeah. All right. So Listen. our little mini episode today is the stories you guys submitted about your little creepy weird lives, <laughs> your creepy little <laughs> lives. So we got a few responses. So we're going to read those. You want to do yours first? Yeah, I'll do one. So uh, Morgan's friend, Savannah, she said that she had a neighbor that passed away in August and he lived alone and wasn't found for like two days mm. after he died. But she said since then, his back door is always standing open. Typically when it's raining, nobody's living there and they'll mm-hmm. look at the house and the back door will just be wide open. She said none of his family lives in the state, you know, so it's not like a family member's in and out. Mm-hmm. And she said that when he was alive, she never saw the door open. She said, I had never seen the door open previously, which makes me think it's not like the wind from the rain. Yeah. She said that her other neighbor always goes and closes it, mm-hmm. but then it always opens back up. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. That was weird. She said she won't go and close it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't either. Hmm. Hmm. All right. You want me to read this one? Yeah. Read your friends. Okay. So, and she said uh, it's like fully wide open, not like cracked open. Yeah. And they go and close it and it's just opened again. Yeah. Completely open. Mm. Maybe a hobo's living in there or something. They just don't know about it. Squatter. You think it's just a wind? Mm -hmm. But she said it never did it before when he was alive. Squatter. Did he used to, I wonder if he used to go and open up the back. Mm -hmm. The walls in the attic. The what? The walls and the attic. Someone gonna be living in them. Oh yeah. Yeah, but why would they open up the door that brings attention? Because to make it seem like it's a ghost. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. All right. Well, your your friend sent one, didn't she? Yes. So my friend Christina, she sent some shit that happened in this. She lived in a farmhouse in Maryland for a long time. Sounds cute. Yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice house, but it was a little. I only stayed in there one time, and I will say that I felt like. In one of the rooms that that I stayed in, that something was sitting on my chest at one point. But you don't believe in ghosts. But I think it might have just been, you know, my mind. Because I already knew about some of these stories. Mm -hmm. So I think I just kind of played it up. Yeah. I'm sure it was nothing. I was probably just having a heart attack because it felt like something was sitting on my chest. Anyway. All right. So she said, this is my story about my spooky ass 1850s farmhouse that my ex and I bought back in 2014 that was haunted as fuck. And all the insane shit that went on there. We had been looking to buy a house for some time. Our family had outgrown the house that we were living in. So it was time we found something bigger. Everything seemed to fall through and we were getting discouraged. Then suddenly this beautiful farmhouse with green shutters and the cutest front porch with a front porch swing pops up on Zillow. And I think, hells yeah. That's what she said. Hells yeah. Hells yes. Just what I thought I would expect a, a farmhouse would look like. We pulled into the Circle Drive and there was a huge house on 10 acres with a pond in the back Damn. corner of the property. It was, it was a nice place and a big red barn. This was literally like something straight out of a Hallmark movie. And then she goes to explain the Hallmark movie, which I really think is worth noting. You know the kind that the city girl inherits from her long lost uncle. <laughs> she really got into it. Yeah, she really did. That she didn't know that she had and decided she needed a change in her life. So she moves into the country 
country and tries to run a farm on her own and falls in love with the stud country fellow. <laughs> the next, the next farm over. Yeah. She said, I fell in love instantly. The house was the highest point in Cecil County. Cecil. Cecil country, Maryland. I don't know. I was just giving you shit. So, okay. <laughs> Dickhead. So you could see for miles, it really was an amazing house at first. Everything worked out and the house was ours. We were so excited to finally move into this house. Day one, freaky shit started happening. Mm-mm. I was sitting in the dining room with my kids eating and I look out the window and see what looks like an Amish man walking around our barn. Now, this was in like Amish country. I right. mean, they were like that's right. About, I was going to say that's not yeah, super. They were, they were like super close to, to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So Lancaster. I blinked twice and asked my kids if they saw the man out by the barn. They looked at me like I was crazy and so I just thought that maybe a neighbor walking by or something. That's Jebediah them. That's Jebediah them. <laughs> so I let it go. As we start unpacking and getting the house together, I notice my youngest, who is not quite two yet, laying on the floor in the front of the basement door, whispering in the crack Mm-mm. at the bottom. Mm-mm. Talking through the little slit. What the fuck yeah. did you just say? The kid was squatted down. Laying on yeah, the floor. Yeah, she was laying on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> talking through the bottom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-uh. So I stop and ask her what she was doing. She said, talking to the kids behind the door. Absolutely not. <laughs> what kids? She says, the little kids behind the red door under the stairs, they want to play with me. Little kids. Ain't no fucking uh, kids in there. She said, the fuck they do. <laughs> so I tell my ex what happened. And he got home from work that day and he chalked it up to her having a wild imagination. So I let it go again. Fast forward a few months and I am in creepy ass basement doing laundry. Just to give you a visual, this basement was old as fuck. Tree trunks for support beams and the walls were stone. Wow. The basement floor was dirt at one point, but the previous owners put down concrete. I mean, that's. Sounds like a cool-ass house. Yeah. The previous owners also left some things in the basement and said we could have it if we wanted it. So I decided to start going through the stuff while the laundry was going. Some paint cans and the colors of the walls of the house were there. Some old pool stuff because the house came with a pool and old farmhouse windows. Then I got under the basement steps and there was something covered with a canvas tarp. I pulled the tarp off and damn it if there wasn't a goddamn red door under that steps. Mm. What the fuck? I quickly covered the door and nope the fuck. Like just a door? Yeah. Like, Like it was just off the Right, just right, leaned right. up against the wall. Yeah. Okay. Over the years, there were some. I was about to say, how's there a door under the? There could so, be a door under the stairs. I was just yeah, like a like Harry Potter's room mm-hmm. or Satan's, but. Yeah. Over the years, there would be some spooky shit that would happen. Cabinets opening and slamming, footsteps in the oldest part of the house, things moving, none of which really scared me, until one night I was sitting watching TV alone and I hear footsteps coming from the corner of the house. I'm thinking one of the kids or my ex would come walking around the corner. Any second, the footsteps kept getting louder and closer to the room I was sitting in. Then the steps stopped. So naturally, I start taking pictures. Now, to give you an idea of this room I was taking pictures in, it was, my guess, is the old sitting room original in the house. It had an old fireplace and an old galvanized mirror above it and built-in shelves next to it. It was a cute little room in the middle of the house. Anyway, I was snapping photos and I hear something fall in the room. So my dumbass gets up to investigate because why not? A picture had fallen off the mantle above the fireplace. I picked up the picture frame, cleaned up the mess because the glass had broken. I went back to watching TV for a bit and then went on to bed, not really thinking much about it. The next morning, I decided to scroll through the pictures I took. Mostly there was nothing. Then I get a picture that scared the shit out of me. 
There in the mirror above the fireplace was a man's face. Mm -mm. He had sunken in eyes, pale face, and a beard. I shit you not when I say I threw that from across the room. I wonder if she saw the picture. Oh, I don't know. Text her and ask her after this. I will. Um, Next, the voices started. Mm -mm. I would be in home alone in the day with my little one because I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. I would often hear mom being shouted from upstairs. That would be normal, but the kids were not home. Fucking freaky as hell. I would shout back, "Shut, shut the hell up. (laughs) That would usually work. One time, my ex was whistling through the house getting food together because we were having a bonfire and cooking out. And something told him to shut up that whistling. He came running outside and was like, okay, which one of you fuckers are messing with me? Even then, he didn't want to believe me. We had a ghost in the house. Ghost is like, shut the fuck up, man. (laughs) Stop your goddamn whistling. I'm trying to sleep. Another time, I was sleeping on the sofa because my ex was sick and I was trying to prevent from getting sick. I was in a deep sleep. And someone yelled in my ear, wake up, girl. Mm -mm. Startled me out of my slumber. And she said, I got the fuck right out of there. And fast forward to when my youngest was about four. She's outside playing in the backyard. And I ran inside for a few minutes to make lunch and whatnot. She said, I could see her in the window the whole time. Anyway, I go back outside with our sandwiches. And she was running around laughing and talking to someone. So I asked her what she was doing. And she said, playing with Olivia. Alrighty then. (laughs) I was thinking she was, you know, little, maybe an imaginary friend she made up. As time goes by, she played with Olivia often. One day I asked her who Olivia was and I shit you not, she says, she's a little girl like me and proceeded to stay. And mind you, she's like four or five at the time. She used to live in the woods with her mommy and daddy, but the bad man chased her and she died. And now she plays with me. (laughs) She said, pardon me? What the fuck? Of course, my kids would be like the freaky kid from Poltergeist. They're here. Who's <laughs> the bad man? The bad man in the mirror? I don't Ooh. know. Ooh, maybe. I'm scared. I know, right? <laughs> I came to terms <laughs> that she had a freaky little ghost friend. <laughs> But I said, Olivia is never allowed inside. Olivia seemed cool, though. One of those she, friends. Yeah. They can come play, but they can't, come, they can't inside. come inside. Play with them outside. She played with my youngest and didn't seem evil. So who am I to say that they hey, can't play right? Keep it busy. <laughs> keep it out of my hair. She said, then more came. Oh, you let one ghost kid come around, they all start coming. They all come. Keep one. They'll just keep yeah, coming. Yeah. They'll tell all their friends, hey. Like stray animals. <laughs> Hey, this mom, she lets us play with her daughter. One night after dinner, and at this point, my youngest was in kindergarten. We were talking about her day and what she did. And then suddenly she stops talking and she looked over my shoulder into the kitchen, asked her what she was looking at. And then she says, the girl, excuse me, what? She said that there was a girl in the kitchen and that she was with her family, that they had died in the fire. The fire? What? I asked. What she looked like and she said that she had on weird clothes and her hair was purple. The girl accidentally set the house on fire cooking and the whole family died. Purple hair? Mm-hmm. You lost me there. Yeah, I don't know. Then I asked her a question that made me realize that she was either had a big ima- imagination or she had a special ability. I asked her, how often do you see people like this? And she said they come in packs. She said they usually are just passing through the house. That same night, my oldest was sitting in her room doing what 13-year-old girls do. And she came downstairs and proceeded to tell me that she watched her jewelry box slide across her dresser slowly until it fell off. Strange things kept happening over the years, but there was one night that was where I drew the line. My oldest went to take a shower. And even though all these crazy things had happened, we never felt threatened. A little nervous at times, but never threatened. Well, this night, it got personal. As 
I was saying, my oldest went to take a shower and she was bathing. The light was turned off on her and something touched her. She grabbed her towel and ran downstairs as fast as she could and was screaming that something turned the lights out and touched her in the shower. She said it felt like something ran their hand down her back. Mm-mm. I got angry. I started yelling for them to leave the kids alone. I shouted that they were not allowed to touch anyone in the house. <laughs> the next day, I had a priest come out and bless the house. After that, things calmed down. Occasionally, we would see things outside. My youngest said that there was a gray man that walked around in the fields at night, and sometimes a man would be standing under the street lights when we would take the garbage out, but mostly things in the house calmed down. I talked to a friend who is a medium about what had happened, thinking that she would think I was cuckoo crazy, but she said that my youngest unintentionally attracted these ghosts because she had abilities. She said that she would either... I wanted to have abilities. Not those, though. Yeah, no, not those. She said that she would either outgrow it or she would continue to see see and hear things. Well, she seems to have outgrown it because nothing has really happened since then. Olivia eventually went away and life went on. And so, what made a move? Uh, it's complicated. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she moved from from there down here because things, yeah. things didn't work out yeah. with her ex. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So. I've got a couple of people who sent stories like with their kids involved. And, you mm-hmm. know, they say that kids are more susceptible yeah. to that because they're more open. They mm-hmm. don't know to be critical and cynical about it. So yeah. that's why they're more open to those kind of experiences. So this story is from... Amara. So she said about four to five months ago, there was a murder down the road from us. She said a father, and I use that term loosely, murdered his 11-year-old daughter, three-year-old son, and his wife. So this was a person that lived down the street from them. She said the daughter, the 11-year-old daughter, was in her daughter's school, and the little boy was supposed to start nursery school with her son in October. She said it was a difficult few months, as you can imagine, for everyone to come to terms with the massively disturbing events, especially for the children. She said, but it it never affected her son because he was only a toddler, Mm -hmm. so he couldn't comprehend what was going on anyway. Yeah. She said about a month or so after, on a daily basis, my son would bring it up, saying little girl died and the baby and mama. She said he still does. And she said about a month ago, she was on the phone with a friend and he brought it up again. The little girl died. So he asked him, can you see her? And he said, no, I hear her at school. She says, help me. So she said her and her friend freaked out and he had never seen the girl because the girl was 11. So he had never seen that girl. And she showed him a picture and he screamed, that's her mama, the little girl that died. Oh, my God. And she said, to this day, we have no idea how he was able to point her out. He still mentions her on a daily basis and now has started to tell us her daddy, a bad man. And she said, we obviously never told him about how they all yeah. died. Like they, he was a toddler, so they've obviously never discussed with him what yeah. happened. So Lucy sent another one. She said... In 2007, she moved out of her childhood home with her then 20-month-old son, and she said it was like a 1930s property, so it was an old old house. Everything went well to begin with until around two months later. She woke up in the middle of the night to her son screaming like a make-your-blood-run-cold kind of scream. She ran to his bedroom, and he was backed into the corner of his bed, screaming and pointing at another corner in the room. Mm -hmm. So she said she picked him up, put him in the bed with her, thinking that it had just been a night tear. But from that night on, it was one thing after another. She said, I tried to take him to his bedroom the next day to get dressed, and he screamed and was clinging on to her and shaking, like terrified to even be in the room during the daytime just to change his clothes and he would never step foot in there again and she had to move all his stuff into her bedroom because he would not go back in that room Mm. 
She said two days later, she was in bed with her son in the toddler bed next to her. And she was half awake because she was pregnant at the time. And she said she was restless. So she said she's laying there trying to go to sleep and her bed covers were snatched down (laughs) to like her waist. (laughs) If that were to ever happen to me, I feel like I would immediately be like, and no. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would just, I would fucking leave. I would scream. She said she was so scared going to bed every night after that. And everything stayed quiet for around a week until one evening she was sitting in the living room with the door leading to the kitchen shut. She could hear banging and walked into the kitchen to find all her cupboard doors open and her plates stacked up in the middle of the floor and a snooker ball, like a pool ball, Mm -hmm. rolling around the floor. And it didn't stop until she picked it up. And she said she does not have any snooker balls or a snooker table. (laughs) So she has no idea where that ball came from. It's a little creepy. And she said at that point she was ready to run for the hills, but she had a toddler and was pregnant and didn't Mm -hmm. have any other options. Right. She said the bathroom there was always cold. Like you could see your breath cold even when the heating was on. She used to hear banging on the stairs at all hours of the night, doors Mm -hmm. opening and closing. Nope. All kind of stuff. She said she found some paranormal investigators and they came around with equipment and they came around and investigated and put thermometers in the bathroom that confirmed that it was dropping down super, super low she said photo frames on the fireplace had all gotten turned around facing the other way and she said they did the investigation the next night they came back with a medium and she said to cut a long story short the medium said that there were two spirits in the house one good one evil one was trying to protect them and the other one was trying to like attach to her son oh what was its name I don't know. Does it matter? Yeah, it does. She said they like set up sensors around the house that were going off every few minutes. And she said they ended up clearing the house. She said that night when they did all that, she stayed at her mom's and went back the next day and nothing happened after that. Hmm. She said, but she still like was never settled in that. Like, even though it quit happening, she said she never felt okay in that house after. Yeah. All reasons to get out of there. That was pretty good. That was good. That was good. I would have gotten out. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hannah said she lives in a converted chapel and more than once. Nope. What? Nope. Nope. Mm -hmm. Nope. (laughs) What? It's kind of scary. Yeah. yeah, that just that alone. <laughs> like I get it at chapel, it's supposed to be like super cool. I'm sure, holy. Yeah. But well, she said this is the kind than, of chapel that had a cemetery out back. I don't know, but she said more than once she's heard somebody like reciting prayers at night. <laughs> and she lives all by herself. <laughs> oh shit! Well, I guess that's that's better than uh, you know something else. <laughs> uh, unless it's mocking it, then that's uh, not fun. Yeah. I would just start joining my father who are in heaven. But, ew. ew, what if the ghost is like the nun from the nun? Oh, I don't know. Well, you know, I didn't see that, but I know that it's not good. Oh, she's scary. She's scary. And then we've got a story from Troy. His cousin Larry lived in Alabama. He lived there all his life. He was a logger. And so he was in the woods a lot and knew the woods in the area very well. And he said he had found a lot of Native American artifacts around the river and woods near his home. And in that area in Alabama, that's where the Porch Creek Indian Mm -hmm. reservation is. Mm Mm-hmm. Before anybody says anything, they call themselves Porch Creek Indians. Mm -hmm. So I can say the I word because they say it on the website. (laughs) (laughs) The I word. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to be politically correct. He said that one time. (laughs) He said one time Larry even found like a full size hand cut 15 foot canoe. Holy crap. That he donated to the Porch Creek. Oh, that's cool. People. 
and they, you know, displayed him, whatever. He said not far from his childhood home, he was out logging one day and found several raised mounds in the woods. They were all in close proximity to each other. Knowing what he knew about the Native Americans, he figured it might be a burial ground. So he started to investigate, and it was. He said he found a lot of artifacts, including jewelry and arrowheads in these mounds. And for whatever, I wouldn't have, but Larry took his loot back home and was very proud of it. And he said it wasn't long that he began to have dreams. The dreams seemed to be warnings about what was coming to him if he didn't return what he had found in the burial ground. On the burial grounds? And he said he chalked it up to his imagination until one night he was awakened in the middle of the night and in his room, standing at the foot of his bed, was the ghost of a Indian chief Ugh. dressed in full feathers and war paint. I said, give, us, give me back my shit. And he said he spoke to him as if he was really there and told him that this was his last chance to return <laughs> what he took. And if he didn't return the items, he would return and kill him. Yeah. Did he return the stuff? He said Larry was scared to death. He said the ghost disappeared. And the very next day, he took back everything that he had taken (laughs) from the burial ground. And he said Larry is not the jokester or the kidding type. And if he's a logger from Alabama, he's probably a good old boy that be like, that shit ain't real. Yeah. Yeah, I got a 45 waiting on that ghost. Even if you don't, don't, why would you take stuff from a burial ground? He said it's cool like arrowheads. He said he was a burly man and typically not scared of any. Thing. He maintained that story until he died. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that either. No. That's like every movie ever. Right. <laughs> you watch, you know, you don't do that. And then Eve said several years ago, her and her then boyfriend decided to go for a midnight walk at a golf course just down the road. She wanted to follow a little path through a thicket of trees, but he got a bad feeling and didn't want to walk through those trees in the dark. Mm -hmm. She said, I stopped when we both heard what sounded like a chain rattling and caught a whiff of a terrible smell of like decay. We decided to go home and it followed us just out of sight in the darkness like the sound and smell. Mm -hmm. She said, followed us all the way to the house. I could hear the chains and smell the smell just on the other side of our neighbor's driveway. She said, I tried to rationalize it, saying that it was like a dog or something that had a chunky collar Mm -hmm. making the chain noise and had rolled around in an animal carcass. Yeah, you know how yeah. dogs but yeah they roll around and yeah. shit yeah dead things right yeah they do she said her ex though was still really freaked out and the next day they were telling her mom about it and she was like oh right where that path is there's a bunch of gold headstones around Ooh. there and she said sure enough she went back the next day and there were like a dozen or so headstones in a cluster between the golf course and the road that they had walked by and that's when all that stuff started hmm very interesting and then somebody i don't know Her name, I should have asked. I thought it would be in her bio, but it wasn't. But she sent a picture that she said her friend took at Auschwitz a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's by a portable gallow. And it was also in Block 11, which housed the starvation bunkers, the death wall that prisoners were shot against. Mm. But this is the picture. She said, she said shadow, but to me, it just looks like a... um, like the camera kind of fucked up, but the way it fucked up is weird looking. <laughs> oh, like hmm. to me, it looks like somebody leaned up against the wall. Yeah, no, that's not real. So it was she just caught that in the picture. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Yeah, no. Hmm. And like I said, to me, it doesn't like a shadow, but it definitely looks like a glitch in the camera. But it's yeah. a very weird, yeah, <laughs> distinct glitch. Yes, it is. That's it's interesting. Odd. Yeah, it looks like it looks like somebody leaned are up. Are you gonna Are you gonna post that? Probably. I think that's all. I think that's all I got. Those are some good stories. Yeah, I would have been freaked out during all of them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Have you guys ever experienced anything really creepy? Mm-mm. I experienced something creepy, but I don't, it wasn't really ghosty. One time, this is going to sound stupid. It wasn't really paranormal. But one time I woke up and I was standing at the foot of my bed. So Are you walking? a sleepwalker? I used to be, hmm. but it freaked me the fuck out. I don't know if that's why they say don't wake up sleepwalkers. Yeah. But I was literally, I woke up and I was looking at my bed. Like I was standing at the foot of my bed looking at it. And it was like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that would freak me out. Like I literally got like a cold chill and was like shaking because it freaked me out so yeah. much. Well, I would. Yeah, that would probably freak me out. That too. was scary. I've had I was a like, I got abducted by aliens and they didn't even have the decency to put me back in my fucking bed. <laughs> they just left you at the foot of the bed. Yeah, standing up. I've had a couple of experiences. We went to Eastern State Penitentiary in yeah. Philadelphia and we went on a ghost tour mm-hmm. and me and my cousin were on in the back of the line mm-hmm. walking through and it takes you through like and it's so funny because when you see like pictures of the prison in like the courtyard mm-hmm. it kind of looks like it's out in the country and it's not it's like in the it's like in the city so like you walk in and we're walking through and they like take you through the cells and they take you by like Al Capone's cell where he was there and they take you out to the courtyard, the whole thing. Well, we get to this one point and it's like the showers mm-hmm. and they start walking ahead and I just like walked in by myself and I was in the back, walked in there by myself and it felt like there was a hundred people in the room. Mm-hmm. Then And I- then we were walking through the courtyard and there was like this old abandoned, some kind of work shed something other in the courtyard and there was bars on the windows and then like a slap of wood at the top and when me and my cousin are walking again we're in the back of the group there's nobody else behind us we just hear this loud like slam and we look back and in the little shed that's completely boarded up the top window had come all the way open and slammed like that like somebody had pulled it like this Hmm. Scary. They probably had somebody in there doing it for the tour. Mm-mm. I don't believe it. <laughs> it was broad daylight. Okay. Yeah, they didn't still. have any. They didn't have anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I guess I've had like weird feelings, but never like a, an event. The lighthouse. Never. I, no, I've never been to that. It's I want to go. It's haunted. Right. That's what I've heard. I, I think it's been on like. A, it's I been on some show. I yeah, went, some show. Yeah. I went there and felt something touch my arm. I had my feet underneath, like standing next to a bed. Mm-hmm. When they were talking about one of the people there dying, and my was I was wearing tennis shoes, my shoes were tied, and I felt like a little on my feet. Pulled my feet back out, and my my shoes were completely untied. But don't you think it's some like it's like? And the, I looked under. There's nobody under the bed. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked under not. the bed because I was like, somebody's messing with me. I don't know. I feel like your mind can pick, play tricks on you and make things. My crazy. shoes were completely untied. No, is the only way to go to the lighthouse is is it with a tour? Mm-mm. I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah, I think. I mean, you can go anytime. We've gone a couple times, and each time has been you experience something. But it's something that like they couldn't fake. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, but I feel are, like I feel like it wouldn't stuff like that wouldn't happen if you're on a fucking tour, like. I don't know. I just feel like their ghost would be like, I'm not your fucking show monkey. I'm not going to help you. <laughs> no, I've been. I've no, been so like, if nothing, you were a ghost, that's what you would say. I've been, <laughs> I've been and nothing has happened. And I've been and like a lot of things have happened. Oh, one of the biggest things that happened. One of my friends from high school who was down here visiting with us, we were staring right at her and her necklace went uh, uh, on her on around her neck. Like it lifted up and moved mm. on God. On God. I'm so glad I'm. I'm so glad this is a safe space so I can share stories. No, I believe you. No, you don't. You're both looking at me. No, I'm just trying to. I guess I'm trying to. Like a liar. No. Uh, (laughs) Like a baby, you're lying. That didn't happen. No. Uh, Well, I don't think think that Hillary woke up staring at her bed. I think she she did a seance earlier in the night. (laughs) 
No. And then became possessed. Have you guys ever played with Ouija boards? Nope. No. Me either. Nope. Mm-mm. Probably nope. wouldn't. No. I will not. My mom, I feel like she told me a story where she had had an experience with a Ouija board and she's, no. She's nope. like, nope. No, never again. Nope. I, and I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember she would not allow that kind of stuff in our house at all. It was like a slumber party that she was at or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Little bonus episode. I did. Well, if you don't follow us already, follow us on Instagram at lady underscore your scaredness. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.